Hola, this is Maria Plata, and I am here to tell you all about the random things I learn every day. I am a mom, a wife, a teacher, a highly sensitive person, and just a creative soul who wants to share my day-to-day learning with you. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast, and let's get talking. Hello, and welcome to the Plata Life Podcast, Season 3, Episode 16. Today, we are going to reflect on everything that's been going on, talk about the last three interviews I've done, and just sort of catch up with all the HSP-ness and all the things that are happening in our life these days. Um, So I did not do an episode last week, and I think, I'm not 100% sure, but I think that might have been the first time I haven't recorded an episode since I started this at the beginning of 2020. So uh, I'll backtrack and explain how last week went and the reason why I chose not to record an episode. Um, So as you heard, our house had a leak right before our trip to Disneyland and it's been really annoying because the extra room, which is the playroom, we were transitioning our toddler into like a toddler ish room and then that happened and so we had to wait a little bit almost like two months month and a half I don't know how long it was out of commission but we had to wait um to be able to use that room again because they had to first fix the roof but all the roofers were super busy because of the storms that were happening in Arizona and so we had to just wait a really long time for us to be able to get the roof fixed Finally got that fixed, and then the guys had to come out, another company had to come out to fix the walls and kind of put a room back in order. Um, So that all happened last week, in like the last two weeks. So our house has been full of constant noise and the door opening and closing and lots of hammering and lots of me trying to figure out when I'm going to schedule things around other people. There's this really annoying bird that keeps flying over me. I don't know if you can hear it in the background, but um, so we had to wait, you know, to be able to do the things that we normally do. Um, so the wall, the guy that came to fix the wall took him a couple of days. Good morning. Um, it's really awkward because it looks like I'm talking to someone, but like little do they know that I'm recording an episode. Uh, I don't know. I like to like think weird stuff like that. Anyway, so, um, yeah, stuff like that really throws me for a loop because I like to have my day scheduled. I like to have things planned out. And so when I'm thinking about other people having to dictate my schedule, it like, ugh, I don't like it. So that's kind of what happened last week. And then the guy that was fixing our walls, he was awesome, great guy. Um, but he was there until like six o'clock one of those days. And the kids were like, no, I think it was seven. He was there till seven. It was the last day he was fixing it. And the kids were like melting down. They're just like done. I'm overstimulated from all the sound and all like the interactions I had to do. And so, uh, yeah, it it was, uh, it's been a little weird. Um, So when I realized I was going to do a review episode or a summarizing of what's going on, what I call it, reflection, when I realized I was doing a reflection episode last week, I was like, you know, I'm not in a good place to sit and reflect. And also, I need to practice 
feeling this discomfort of not doing the thing I said I was going to do. As a recovering perfectionist, I have this tendency to push through even when I know that I need to just rest or take a break. And I push through because of all the made up thoughts I have in my head. Oh my gosh, what if someone's trying to listen to my episode and it's not available? Are they going to think this or that? I don't know. I don't know what I'm thinking really. Or it looks really bad that like I'm not consistent enough and how is it ever going to grow if I'm not consistent? And I don't, I mean, it's not even that, that big of a deal. It's not like I'm getting paid to do this. It's not like I committed to someone else that I'm doing this. So I go all in my head about it. And so I said to myself, I really need to practice sitting with this feeling of discomfort where I'm trying to like do the thing, but I know that like I'm not in a good place to do it because I have a gazillion things going on around me and I can't really focus. Also, I need to schedule more interviews and our schedule has been crazy. So for me to be able to schedule interviews, I'd have to like put more on my plate. I'm going on and on about this. Like, I don't know if you care that much as a listener, but needless to say, I didn't do the recording last week on purpose and also because I really just needed a break. And so here I am this week back at it. Um, yeah, it's been it's been good. I don't want to say like it's all bad. I'm, we're so excited. We put everything back in the baby's room or toddler's room now that he's, you know, over one and a half. And we are really starting to focus on his needs and this whole Montessori approach of, you know, the environment sets up part of his like education system good morning um of like I have to be able to observe him to see what he needs so that I can provide the space for him not that it's new to me because I think that's always what I've done naturally as a teacher but it's more it's hard for me to hold back when I want to do all the things in his room um but we got his little bed in there or like a twin bed that's like lower to the ground we put a little shelf in there with this part, like a little closet for him. Um, and we kept it really simple, like a little bookshelf. And that's pretty much it. Uh, so you've been working the last few nights on transitioning him to that room. But I also go in there when I need to at night. And just stay in there and sleep with him still because that's what feels right to me. Uh, so I think... For now, it's just more focusing on, like, the little moments, what's happening in this week, what's happening today, what's happening in the next hour. Just keeping myself focused in that way because it has been a little bit of a craziness. We also started my younger one at swim class, and so we're taking, I'm taking him in the day uh, during the week, and so, like... It's hard because before the shutdown in 2020 happened, I didn't realize how much I was packing into our schedule. And now that I don't have to, or I couldn't for a while, it's, man, our kids are getting such different, like, childhoods at this point. My oldest one was like, we did something every day, and we had play dates, and we had parties, and we had this and that. Like, my younger one's like, goes to swim clubs once a week, and that's pretty much it. Like, poor little guy. He's fine. He'll be great. So, yeah, um, so the last three interviews, I interviewed Amanda and Daniela and Jocelyn, and I'm realizing that they all kind of had the same same kind of concept of, you know, 
motherhood has this way of opening you up in like this really raw and real way. And it's a huge opportunity for women, or I guess parenthood in general, but I'd say more typically women because we carry the babies, we give birth to the babies. Um, So I think it's like attachment, like physically as well, from the very beginning. Not that if you didn't have a baby or you adopted, like you can't feel that, like obviously you can, but it's like this very intense time for you to really reflect on what it is that you're doing with your own life and to really make those changes that you need to make in order to have a healthier life, a happier life, or whatever adjective you want to put in there. And I noticed that all three of them are people that have done that, continue to do the work, and show up in a really like raw and authentic way. And I think that's beautiful. I know I like, sound super cheesy right now, but... Man, if motherhood has taught me anything, it is that I am coming back to who I was before I let the world tell me who I wasn't and confuse me into thinking that's who I was. That was a really complicated way of saying that, like, I'm becoming myself again. (laughs) Um, When I had my oldest, it really, not that I was in a bad place, but I was just so, how do I word this? I had no real sense of who I was at all. I thought I did. And on the outside, everything looked great. I mean, I was doing really well in my career. I had a beautiful relationship with my husband. Um, seemed to be doing like, and I was, I was doing well, but I wasn't showing up as me. And I didn't realize how much that bled into other parts of my life. Um, I guess I didn't realize how much I was holding back And so, obviously, the past year, the past two years really have been, now that that I have my second and I'm realizing how different of a person I am now, it's really weird to think, you know, so much growth can happen in that short amount of time. But, man, when you show up and you go to therapy, you face yourself in this new way, like, who am I really and what is it that I'm doing? And that time is passing regardless of what what you feel or you're doing like time's gonna pass our kids are gonna grow no matter what I do and so it kind of puts this really unique type of pressure on yourself to do the work to have the growth but also to teach along the way and and that is like a huge responsibility which I think can feel really overwhelming for a lot of people and that's why they're like oh no everything's great everything's great and they just they just like survive (laughs) and I guess most of the time they do really well, and that's great. Um, not in a judgmental way at all, but just like a. once you start digging, it's really hard to keep pretending everything is the way it needs to be when it's really not. Uh, so yeah, I guess the past month I've been really doing a lot of work that, and really asking those hard questions and looking in the mirror, both literally and metaphorically, and just... Like, this is who I am, and I'm accepting it, and I really love these parts of myself, and I don't know why I ever apologize for these parts of myself, and yes, I am super highly sensitive, and I am super empathetic, and sometimes I don't know how to control all those things that come up for me, and I yell at my kids sometimes when I'm overwhelmed and overstimulated, but I'm learning how to 
go back and apologize and make amends. And in the process, I'm also teaching my kids how to do that. And so it's been it's been a pretty pretty good. Um, like I've mentioned before, I'm just so grateful that I have the privilege to be able to go to therapy and have like a person that like that's their job. I wish we had that for like every part of our lives, you know, like, oh, you need help with this. Let's have a coach for this or let's have a therapist for this. You need help with, you know, cooking healthy meals. Let me just send a chef over to you and they can prep all your stuff and they can make your dinners. Um, that would be like a magical world, I guess. But then I think about that and I'm like, I would miss part of the magic. Like part of the magic is in the struggle. Part of like figuring out all those magical moments is in when you're like deep into it. You're like, oh, this really sucks. And that's where I think a huge chunk of it comes into play. Like that's where you learn. That's where you figure out the things that work and don't work. And, you know, in my magical world, I would have everyone else take care of all the things I don't like to do. Apparently it's cooking dinner. I don't mind it as much anymore, but I used to. And then I realized that then I wouldn't have any of the growth. I would not have the moments where I'm like, oh, wow, I learned how to do this. So it's really important, I think, that we think about those moments and see them in a different light instead of thinking, oh, I'm, I'm in pain. I'm struggling. This is hard. I'm learning how to approach that moment differently and just think, wow, this is a really good opportunity for growth or wow look at how much I've grown in this area um so maybe that's the message for today's episode I am going to send out more interview requests I've been putting it off just because I didn't know what the schedule was going to look like and yeah I maybe I'm using that as a as a crutch but I really didn't so I think now I need to get my butt into gear and continue doing the hard work in that way and show up. We did have our HD meeting last weekend. I just love, love, love sitting down with people that like get it and having discussions with them about things are hard, things are easy and how we can support one another and being vulnerable with one another and saying like, this is how I'm showing up right now. Like, how are you showing up and how can we support each other and teaching them about being highly sensitive. It just gives me this like, yeah, like we're in this together and we can do it. We can do hard things and it sucks. And people admit like I have this plan and it didn't go according to plan. And I'm like sucking at all these moments. But man, I have this like aha moment with this. And I just seeing people go through that same kind of process I'm going through or similar process. Like it just really lights me up, which brings me to my next point that I think I have some other projects in mind. I always have projects. I think that's my thing. Like, I just start things. It's fine. Um, I'm actually doing another project. I'm starting another project with something else that I can't talk about because I signed a non-disclosure agreement. (laughs) I sound so fancy. I just wanted to say that on the podcast. It really, like, it means I just can't talk about what I'm doing because of, like, copyright laws and stuff. Like, I just wanted to say that. I've always wanted to sign a non-disclosure agreement just so I could say that I signed one. So I've signed one. Um, it's really not like a huge deal. But it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, I'm starting a, another project. And I started that motherhood series on my Instagram and Facebook, I guess, um, with my creative side. And I'm taking these little pockets of moments and writing poetry about it. 
which to be honest is like super intimidating to me because writing is one of the things that makes me feel most vulnerable so whenever I uh, share any writing with anybody it's like my most deepest way of being like this is me um so it's going well um again I have to really give myself that grace that if I don't do a poem every day or if I don't get to it that day like it's okay for me to not have it done or to not share um and I'm doing that on purpose again because my recovering perfectionism that's kind of where I'm at so I don't know if this uh, recording was of help to you okay go down this way baby I'm at the park with the baby yeah go down okay bye he's about to climb up this slide and then he like stopped before he gets on the first step and just to like let me know that he's going down the slide and he said bye (sighs) it's so cute to like watch these little moments and then he screams and I get so overstimulated and I like don't know what to do because my brain my brain wow my brain goes into like that fight or flight or freeze or fawn I guess now that's another thing I'm learning so much these days um so like as soon as he screams, my body just goes into this like ah, like I can't think. I literally can't think. Like people are like, oh, I can't think. I'm like, no, I really can't think. Um, but then there's these moments like it just happened right now where he's like, bye, and he looks so big, and I'm just like, oh my god, he's like the cutest thing in the whole world. Um, this morning we spent like 30 minutes watching videos of my older one when he was a little kid. Hi, baby. Uh huh. So funny. Um, I was like, man, when he was like two or three, like, that's crazy. Now he's like seven and reading in his own person and, oh man, motherhood. Am I right? I don't know. That was really silly. I don't know why I just did that, but all right. I guess that's it for today. Uh, hopefully I have another interview for you next week. If I can get my act together, if not, I might just ramble on for a few weeks and that will be fine too. Um, it's interesting because for a while, like, I didn't have that many views or listens on the podcast. And then, like, the last two weeks, I've had so many more listens. And I'm like, oh, people are probably catching up somehow or maybe they're re-listening to certain episodes. So that's cool. I mean, if you are here listening, I so thank you from the bottom of my heart. I I feel so inspired and fulfilled to be able to do these kinds of things and to just talk onto these headphones and to have someone else listen somewhere in the world. That just makes me feel super grateful. And yeah, like we're all connected. So I'm going to get going because the baby is about to get on the swing by himself. All right. Have a great day. Bye.